Welcome to Peppershock Media's Marketing Expedition Podcast, keeping you up to date with the latest in marketing and advertising. Now, here's your host, Ray Allen. Welcome to the Marketing Expedition Podcast. I'm your host, Ray Allen, President and CEO of Peppershock Media. And today I have a special person on our show. She's not only uh, my sister-in-law, Nikki Kuntz, she is also the Executive Director of Marketing Communications for Southern Utah University. And in her role, she's responsible for building and maintaining and protecting SUU's reputation and brand strategy. She has experience in public relations, crisis management, recruitment, advertising, video production, social media, and content development. And most of all, importantly, she is the aunt to my boys <laughs> and the sister to my husband. <laughs> uh, but previous to her employment at SUU, she was the media and PR manager of the Utah Shakespeare Festival for more than four years. And she's been an adjunct professor uh, for SUU Arts Department and in the program in 2014. And she teaches courses on marketing, digital strategy, and event planning. And she was the Hillbury Theater Fellowship recipient and earned her MFA in theater management at Wayne State University in Detroit. And she holds a BA in theater from Cal State Fullerton. Nikki, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. What a great introduction. <laughs> yes, I know. I'm super proud of my sister-in-law, so that's awesome. <laughs> and Thanks. recently, a mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't feel as recent. He's a year and a half now. Well, it um, seems recent to me. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, but those are all really proud tasks that I wear. Mom, aunt, marketer, sister-in-law, all yeah. of the above. Oh, that's good. Good. So, Nikki, let's uh, share with our listeners. Just tell me about the path that got you to where you are now as the marketing director, uh, communications uh, at Southern Utah University. Start. Start from. Get, give us the path or the journey that you went on to get here. Sure. Um, it's definitely not a linear path. Um, when I was growing up, I loved theater and and plays and make believe and I always thought that I was going to be on the stage um, and that's why in my background you'll hear a lot of like theater um, so I went in Idaho uh, went to Cal State Fullerton to get my bachelor's degree and I had a really wonderful mentor in college Jim Bolt he was he taught a theater management class and did marketing for uh, the university theater department. And he kind of took me under his wing. I was like, you know, you have a passion for uh, storytelling and, and plays and theater, but maybe being on the stage isn't the best path for you, uh, but perhaps like administration and management and leadership is, is more like your calling. So he really steered me towards um, arts administration, theater management, which led me to Detroit. And I was there for a few years, specialized uh, in marketing the arts. Um, and right after uh, I got my MFA, I moved to Utah to Cedar City and started working for the Utah Shakespeare Festival, which uh, at the time I started during their 50th anniversary season. And next year will be their 60th anniversary, which is crazy to think about. Um, and I had a great time there. Yeah, uh, I really, really loved working at the Shakespeare Festival. Some really, really wonderful people there. 
Um, they do world-class theater in a tiny, small, rural town in southern Utah. I mean, it's just, you wouldn't put those two things together. Okay, it's yeah. a destination location, right? You have to pull people in from all over to get them there, huh? Yeah, and it, I mean, we have a, a small airport that has two flights a day, but it is not, I mean, Cedar City is not someplace that's relatively easy to get to. And so, again, the fact that they draw hundreds and thousands of people every year to the festival, um, it's pretty remarkable. And then I kind of got uh, recruited and poached to Southern Utah University to be the marketing director. Well, the, at the time, I was the assistant director, and I've been the um, executive director for two years now. That's kind of the short end of the journey. Coming to visit you, and they built this brand new, beautiful space for Shakespeare Festival, and I was just in awe looking at where where they came from to where now they are uh, and what they're doing now, right? And and so, and now being a part of the university, because they're tied together, right? The Shakespeare Festival and SC. Yes. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. The Shakespeare Festival essentially is, is a quote-unquote department or branch of SUU, um, but they, they are a professional uh, theater company that draws equity actors from across the country. Um, yeah, they started out, I think, with like a $3,000 budget in 61 um, and have just, yeah, expanded and grown. And in 2016, they built the Beverly Taylor Sorensen Center for the Arts. So there's a brand new outdoor theater, um, a small black box space. The Southern Utah Museum of Art is on the center. Um, a costume shop, office spaces. So it, it really is um, something really special. Uh, and SUU is really, really proud to have kind of that claim to fame. It brings in so many visitors, lots of, you know, students during their high school Shakespeare competition. So it's a great uh, marketing and recruitment tool now for the university. Absolutely. And speaking of recruitment tools, there's other things that the university is pretty well known for too, right? Yeah, we actually, there's a couple of programs that have expanded and put us on the map. Our aviation program, that's relatively new, but we have one of the best aviation programs in the country because we're at such high elevation. The pilots get a really broad range of training. We're known for our nursing program. Uh, and then the one that's really near and dear to my heart is our outdoor rec program. A couple of years ago, we trademarked the title University of the Parks and competed in a couple of national outdoor competitions, uh, Outdoor Nation, and we won uh, two years in a row. Yeah, so it just, it's really, I mean, we have over 20 different national parks and monuments within a five hour drive of campus. It's so easy to get outside. I mean, we have trails all over Cedar City and not just hiking, but biking and rock climbing and rappelling, um, you know, in 40 minutes, down south you can hit the lake and go paddle boarding and boating and swimming and so there's just a lot of recreational opportunities out here um, which is great because that's my husband's field is outdoor rec and he teaches for the program and works in the outdoor engagement center so we're really lucky like we've really found kind of our, our niche here there's the arts the outdoors there's the university um, it's a really nice trifecta for us it's just beautiful to go see all the things that are there in Zion's National Park's not too far away either and Cedar Briggs is right up the hill I mean and, and it's the beautiful rock and just scenery right yeah yeah with the beautiful red rock and like you said we've, we've got Zion that's really close by Bryce Canyon 
Capitol Reef. The Grand Canyon's only a few hours, the north rim of it, Cedar Breaks, like you mentioned. We really love this area. So from a marketing perspective, it makes it pretty easy to be able to showcase all that there is to offer and, and show what the student life could be like there, right? Oh, absolutely. We really lean, uh, we lean really heavily into the outdoor spaces because uh, it's just beautiful. And it's, there's something about being outside and being in nature that inherently relaxes the body slows down, you know, your heart rate, um, relieves some stress. So with the current uh, pandemic and what's ev everything that's going on in the world, you know, just going outside for a walk, uh, letting students know that our campus is green. Um, we've won the Arbor Day Award several years in a row for just the greenery on campus. We've got hammocks everywhere. Um, we really push the student life aspect of you know, getting outside, even if you're not like a hardcore outdoor enthusiast, you know, we've got the whole spectrum of things that people can do from, you know, being a beginner to advanced. Uh, we have a great recreational program of taking students out trips that are led and guided by other like student um, and peer tours who've been trained in the field. So yeah, the student life here is pretty spectacular. And we have other things too, like concerts and We've got the party at the Lake on the Hill and Pink the Town Red and Forever Red. Uh, our colors are red and white, so we do lots of things with the title of red, if you hadn't picked that up yet, but <laughs> it really is a great place. Community is very supportive of the university. Every time we go down there and we, you know, we've been down there when Paint the Town Red and, and I mean, everybody gets involved and it's really, you know, from a marketing and branding standpoint, it's nice to have such good support from the, the surrounding town, right? I mean, do you think that that helps? Oh, absolutely. We work really, really closely with the community. We, we actually have a, a vice president of community relations, and that's what she does all day is making connections, forming relationships with the landlords to make sure that our students are really taken care of when they don't have on-campus housing and the hotel owners, local restaurants, and just communicating with our community when big campus events are happening or when students are coming back from the summer break or uh, Christmas break. And we really, we do need their support because it is a small town and we're all interconnected. Right. So tell me what's the day in the life of the Director of Marketing Communications for Southern Utah University? What, what do you do all day? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Um, every day is different. It's really hard to put together. I, I try and put together a to-do list the day before. Uh, it never quite goes according to plan. <laughs> I completely understand that. Yeah, you've done, you've had to deal with different crises and things that are happening, you know, because of the pandemic and, you know, just a number of things that come up. And, and so, yeah, I can imagine how your day gets shifted around and, and covering all of the things that you do, right? I mean, you have a team that you lead. Yeah. You know. Tell me, tell me about your team. Yeah, 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 yeah of course. We've got a team, there's nine of us in the marketing communication office. Everybody has uh, a specialty, which is awesome. I mean, I work with just the most amazing group of people. They're so dedicated, hardworking, and motivated. And we've really, really come together during all of this challenging times. Um, but we've got 
creative director and a videographer and a photographer, digital marketing manager. We've got internal communications and public relations and a graphic designer um, and our wonderful admin assistant who keeps us all on track. When you ask what the day in a life, uh, I do a lot of meetings, a lot of strategy and trying to put a roadmap together for the team. And when there are kind of bumps in the road, navigating those and working with the different sort of offices and departments that are involved with campus, you know, trying to break down silos as the marketing communication office. It's really our job to, you know, internally communicate with campus going on, making sure that people have the information that they need to make the best choices for the university and externally doing a lot of recruitment, reputation building, helping with retention matters, you know, making sure that people have heard about Southern Utah University, knowing what we do best, what we're known for, making sure we get a great new freshman class onto campus, you know, that a lot of like brand development and making sure that people are, you know, using the style guide, staying on brand. So that's sort of the high level. What are some of the goals? What are you wanting to accomplish? What does success look like when you talk in terms of marketing for, for the university? Yeah, that's a great question. So I kind of touched on this. Our three guiding principles for our office are the three R's, uh, reputation, recruitment, and retention. So reputation is really that brand awareness, making sure that we're increasing our familiarity with the state and the surrounding kind of Western region. We're really trying to branch into, you know, we're in, we do a lot of recruitment in Las Vegas, Southern California, Phoenix area, a little bit in Idaho. And we have a wonderful admissions and recruitment team. So what we're trying to do is work hand in hand with them because they're the boots on the ground. They're the, the guys who are doing the open houses and the high school tours. And what we want to do is make sure that the students, the high school students, and even you know, non-traditional students have seen the SUU logo, have heard our name, know something about us so that when they do, our recruiters do a live event or you know, doing in-person presentations, they don't already have the goal of doing a completely cold, cold call or cold presentation. Yeah, I think um, now we have to have so 11 to 13 different ways to reach people before they even acknowledge or make any kind of decision or yeah. even consideration 11 to 13 times now it used to be like five to seven but now we have because right. we all, I remember when it was five to seven yeah <laughs> now because we get so excited right and so you yeah know, there's so much noise out there yeah yeah so okay you said reputation yeah. and then what was next so, and recruitment. recruitment the reputation and the recruitment really go hand in hand everything we do we're trying to you know think about the prospective student and, and we've done and we've worked with Pepper Shack actually quite a bit uh, in the past to help us put together some empathy maps and the buyer's journey and personas and really get to know who's this, who's the ideal student at SUU. So tailoring a lot of our digital strategy and making sure that we can really be laser focused on our targeting. So we're not just spending money and it, you know, bouncing off because it's not to the right person. Um, right. So right when you're talking about those 11, 13 touch points, I mean, we, we try and have a variety of a media mix, right? So digital ads and banner ads and being on social media, so having some organic reach there, 
over the top uh, and video pre-roll and even some traditional things like radio and print and some TV commercials. And when we do have the list from recruitment, you know, we do a lot of targeted and direct messaging to that list of prospective high school students. And we do lots of content creation. So, you know, emails and text messaging and videos and just really trying to speak to what do students what are their questions and what are their pain points? What do they want to know about college? What are they afraid of? And, and there's a lot, there's a ton of questions, you know, can I afford it? Do they have the program I want? Can I get a scholarship? Where am I going to live? What does student life look like? So trying to address those through a lot of different lenses, because even though we have kind of our ideal student, we know that we've got a broad range of students too. We've got the first generation students. We've got students who are from Southern Utah, so they're familiar with the area. We have students, who are from Las Vegas and Las Vegas and Cedar City are two very drastically different places, even though we're only about two hours away from each other. So just constantly, you know, writing blog posts and like I said, doing, doing videos, doing some fun social media campaigns, trying to get ourselves in the shoes of that 16 to 18 year old that, that's our primary audience, but we are definitely branching out and getting a lot more online degrees. So also trying to reach kind of the non-traditional working professionals and they need a totally different set of uh, information and, and marketing materials and trying to li- deliver those things to them. And So yeah. I love that you have three R's in retention being the last one. I have raised five. Oh, yeah. So, so raise five R's. You want to hear those real quick? And then we'll, we'll talk about your I last do. one. Okay. So rating, ranking, reviews, referrals, and then rewards. <laughs> so we, love it. Yeah, I, I, obviously I love the, the letter R, so it goes nicely together. So, so your last R is retention. Tell me, tell me more about what you're doing to retain your students, because it's one thing to get them there, it, but now you got to keep them there, right? Yeah, absolutely. I kind of forget about retention sometimes, because we are so focused on the first two, but the retention piece is really where our internal communication specialist comes in and it's working really, really closely with our student affairs team because the retention is right, like you said, like the current students and even a little bit kind of a little bit of an HR approach with our faculty and staff and retaining the talented people that are working at SUU. But it's really that like communicating with them, like I mentioned earlier, of here's some important information you need to know or here are upcoming events doing some localized social media, like kind of contests for swag items. Um, really making culture and branding come together. And, and so culture and branding, yeah. retention is basically how your culture, it continues to, to carry on. And if people like your culture and they feel like they fit in, right, then that's how you're able to do the, the retention part. And I love that you do these things to keep them keep them there with the swag and the events. And one event I, in particular, I remember when we came to campus to, to shoot some video with you was this amazing party that you had on the beach, right? Just as a kickoff. I, I love that. Yeah. You there. Our Lake on the Hill party. We try and do that every year. Uh, and it, it is amazing. I mean, we have just this tiny little lake on a hill, um, <laughs> but there's volleyball nets and grills for barbecue. And we've, we get a DJ and we have a the snow cone machine and but yeah, it's just a great way to invite the students so that they can 
you know, mix and mingle because coming to college, yes, it's about the academics, but so much of it is about the social aspect and really like experiencing new things, making lifelong friends, connecting. And I'm glad you touched on culture because SUU does have this sort of reputation of being very personalized right. throughout every interaction a student has. It's not just, you know, the, the professor and the student, even though that's really critical, but everybody on staff really does try and get to know the students that they interact with. We put the students first. We try and remove barriers so that they can, you know, just be successful and they can have a really well-rounded college education because we, we recognize that it is more than just classrooms and books and homework and tests. Mm -hmm. College is, is a really defining moment for these young people. Right. And that's, they're away from their parents for the first time in some cases. And mm -hmm. you know, it's just transitioning. And you're right, campus life is, is critical to keeping them there and keeping them retained. And, and then, you know, they finally get their reward. And, and that is to, to graduate and be a part of the community, right? Yeah, yeah. And to graduate with, you know, knowledge and skill set that prepare them for their future careers and really helps propel them and gives them that sort of competitive edge when they leave, leave the nest if you will. Right. Well, and I tell my boys that it doesn't necessarily matter what degree you get. It's just the fact that you go and you apply yourself and you, you know, prove to yourself that you can accomplish something that from start to finish and in. And when I'm hiring people too, like I love to see that they have a college degree, not necessarily because it's the field that they wanted to be in, but the fact mm -hmm. that they had that sense of accomplishment and could put themselves through that and have that discipline and determination to do it. I mean, there's a lot of people who don't necessarily use the the degree that they went for, but they certainly can use the fact that they have a degree, right? Yeah, absolutely. And there's so many soft skills that you learn through all of that, like you were mentioning. I mean, yes. critical thinking and communication and problem solving and working with a team and leadership. And, you know, I have a degree in theater, but now I'm in marketing and higher education. Oh, it's a different kind yeah. of drama, right? <laughs> it is a different kind of drama, yeah. Uh, I'm just, I'm just teasing. But yeah, so I see this, the same thing. Like my dad got a degree in fisheries and then he became a detective, right? So it's not the, the necessarily the skills that you learn or the, the field that you go into, but it's just, yeah, that sense of accomplishment for sure. Yeah, I think it's really awesome that you get to do this. I feel like uh, this job is meant for you because, you know, like you said, the storytelling and, and all of the aspects. And of course, you have your brother who can help with video production and, and you know, and, and teaching marketing too. Now, that's, that's something that I'm going to start doing. And so now I have a question for you. Um, when you first taught uh, as an adjunct professor in marketing, what are some of the things that you did to, to make sure that the students were engaged in, you know, now you can teach me something about teaching. <laughs> yeah, I love teaching, actually. And unfortunately, I haven't been able to get back into the classroom since having my son, just partly with, you know, the, the demands of, you know, the job, the full-time job, and then now being a full-time mom, teaching had to kind of take a bit of a back burner. But it it re that is very rewarding to see that light bulb moment go off for the students when you're trying to talk and explain a concept that maybe they're not familiar with or adjust, you know, introducing something new, trying to keep them engaged. I always tried, like we, the setup was pretty similar 
every day, but, you know, we'd have a reading, we'd have a group discussion, usually an assignment that would go along with uh, that reading. But within the group discussion, I always tried to, you know, just prepare some um, questions that to get the conversation started and, and other examples. So I always came with some YouTube videos to play for the class of how to put that theory or concept into practice, showing, you know, relevant, because it's marketing, so showing some relevant, you know, new commercials or ads that different big brands were doing and asking the students to identify some of the theories that these, you know, big national brands were using or doing, you know, how you do your post-it note throw down, you know, anything that like got them sort of, their whole body, and this is part of the theater background, but the whole body involved. So if we could get up out of the table or out of our seats that are around the table and have move around the room and throw sticky notes up uh, at various stations or get them into smaller break conversations with a teammate that they don't or a classmate that they don't interact with very often. Just trying to change up the structure of the class, even though the structure of the class was still about the dialogue and conversation. I never liked to lecture. So very rarely would I prepare like a PowerPoint in typical lecture style, but it was much more like, all right, you tell me what you took away from this and what you learned and where are the holes still and let's talk about our experiences and again, share stories and it all be really relatable versus kind of a dry monotone. I'm going to just talk at you. Well, unfortunately, yeah. the class, the first class I'm teaching is an upper division and it's about ad agency operations. How oh, interesting. It'll be, you know, fairly, hopefully fairly easy for me to be able to, to, to put examples in place. But um, yeah, it's just, uh, I think. Are you doing it face to face or online? Well, fortunately, well, we'll see. Um, right now I will have a class on Mondays and I'm supposed to be able to be on campus. Um, but with. Oh, okay. We're going to, you know, we're going to play it by ear. We may have to do it all virtually. We'll see. Um, but I mm -hmm. hope that we can be in person. That's, that would be my preference, you know, at least for the few first few classes, so we can get to know each other and, and do, like you said, the groups group work together and, and things. So yeah, I think um, it'll be a new, a new adventure for me. So thank you for sharing oh, your congrats. adventure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Nikki, um, any other uh, final thoughts or uh, words of wisdom that you can share with our marketing listeners that uh, might, you know, pick up a few things from you, maybe some recommended reading or something that they can glean? I mean, this has been great. You've always have a lot of wealth and wisdom to share, but uh, any parting words that you might think of? Well, just thank you for having me on the podcast. I was really honored to be asked. Yeah, I just, I feel really fortunate and very blessed that I have kind of fallen into this work. I really love it. And when you were talking about teaching, one of the first things I do in my class is ask the students to define marketing. And they always start with sales and they always talk about the used car salesman. Um, and so being able to really shift that perception and help do a better job of like marketing, marketing, because sometimes I feel like marketing professionals or PR professionals do a great job of promoting what they do and helping the stereotype but just the idea of like really is about storytelling and helping people solve problems and you know being a solution that people are looking for in the moment that they're looking for it right and 
every day is a new challenge and people who are interested in the field, you know, I just tell them to keep learning. Um, every day you can glean something new. Right now I'm reading This is Marketing by uh, Seth Godin, mm -hmm. uh, which is really fascinating. He wrote it a few years ago. It's been sitting on my nightstand and I have been able to find more time with being in quarantine. Right. Really get to know your company. What is it that the service you're offering, how you can be a resource to the people who are your consumers or potential consumers and listening. That's the other big thing is listening to their needs and wants. And they may not know what they're asking for, but if you know how to really truly kind of dissect the conversation, you can probably find an answer or solution and, and be that resource for them. Oh, that's great advice for sure. Listening. <laughs> it's always a, it's always a thing that people just have to stop and listen <laughs> for sure. Yeah. It's not always easy. Right. It's Lots yeah. of talking lately. <laughs> so true. Well, Nikki, thank you so much for being on the show and um, for being a great aunt to my boys and a sister to my <laughs> husband. <laughs> yeah, and I miss your boys. To my nephew, Connor, being a great mom to him, too. So, <laughs> well, Thanks. Hopefully we get to see each other soon. I know. I hope so, too. Yeah, we were supposed to go to Disneyland and do all these things and come different places and go, but maybe yeah. next time. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, thanks, Nikki, and uh, give my love to, to uh, your family down there. And uh, yeah, like you said, hopefully we'll get to see each other soon. And thank you to our listeners. If you are interested in learning more or want to follow along or see more podcasts, go to themarketingexpedition.com. It is a subscription site and it's only $9.99 a month or $99 for the year. It's pandemic pricing time, so take advantage of that before we raise prices. Uh, go to themarketingexpedition.com and we'll have you on our marketing expedition with us. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Expedition podcast. Find more online at peppershock.com. Wouldn't it be great if there was one place you can go to get all the latest information and tips about marketing and advertising? The Marketing Expedition community is that place. People like you gather in our online community to build relationships with others and find the latest marketing trends, tactics, tools, and technology. We help you build your brand and your bottom line. Start your adventure today. Visit themarketingexpedition.com to find out more.